TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Major activity around Justin Fields and his social media leaving us some breadcrumbs. Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray. Andrew Perloff. Perloff is back from his mini vacation. He's banged up. <laughs> Get to that story in just a moment. Playing her today. Uh, okay, now, Justin Fields, who's at the center of one of the biggest offseason stories, Perloff, that we have in his future and whether the Bears are going to draft Caleb Williams number one overall and trade Justin Fields away, or are they going to stick with Fields and build around him and trade away that number one pick? Well, we got a little bit of an update. Now, Eagle Eye fans noticed on Monday that Justin Fields was no longer following the Bears' official Instagram account. Now, what we cannot ascertain, and we have to be fair about this, I don't know if anyone's sure if he ever followed the Bears' official Instagram account. Oh, wait, are you, you can serious? only assume that he did. And he also uh, started following Atlanta Falcons players Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and Bijan Robinson. So I think we're savvy enough to know in this day and age this kind of thing, whether it actually means anything, it's it's intended to send a message, right? Like people know and sports stars know that their social media is being followed very, very Closely Now, this all led uh, DraftKings Sportsbook to shift the odds of Fields ending up with the Falcons from plus 275 to plus 150. So the social media activity was enough to actually move the market here. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, also, common sense says that the Bears are going to listen to offers. At least there was a report that they listened to offers at the Senior Bowl. Yep. Wait, I am totally... Stunned here. Did I fall for fake news? Is there a chance he never followed the Bears? Well, they're saying he no longer follows the Bears, but I don't know if you could tell that he actually ever did follow Uh. the Bears. Now, here's the thing. I think you get drafted by the team that, you know, you get drafted by a team, you start following them on social media. Like, we follow our company on social media. And we follow each other on social media. Yeah, well, it was very awkward. I came to this company from Dan Patrick Show, and there were a lot of key players that I did not follow. And <laughs> I felt really boss. bad about that. Like, not just our boss, everybody down the halls are like with big social media followings. I'm like, I don't. I don't know. I'm not a Mets fan. I don't follow half of you. Anyway. The, uh... <laughs> How about this? Perloff wasn't following our boss, okay, and for like the first eight or nine yeah. months. So then he had to figure out when could I strategically push follow where he wouldn't see the notification. Yeah. Like where I was... it would just go under the radar so you could try to get away with it. There's still somebody in this building who I don't follow, and I I actually respond to his tweets because I see them all the time, but I don't want to hit follow because I know it's going to be a big thing. Who is it? I, I can't tell you. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> because if he finds out, he's going to be like, what? It's not EJ, is it? <laughs> 
Oh no, I definitely yeah, don't no, follow you. Definitely follow me. No, I'm I'm fine. I'm unfollow you. It depends day by day. It depends if EJ makes me mad with a sports argument. If he talks, he talks about Jalen Brunson being the best player in the NBA. Unfollow. Yeah, I'll get constant every two weeks a follow from Pro of being like, wait, I thought he followed me already because he already wait, unfollowed me three like, times. Remember MySpace would have like their top, your top eight or whatever your friends. This is Perloff doing that to EJ. In do you real guys, time. do you guys find that in your personal life that people have gotten upset with you because you don't follow them on some, Facebook or something like that? Uh no, I don't think anyone cares about me enough. Oh, I'm petty. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, feel I've heard a lot of that. Forget forget any kind of celebrities, just people like friends not following each other is a big deal. Okay, meanwhile, uh, Justin, Justin Fields, Fields not however. following the Bears, and now the markets are moving because he has started following some of the Atlanta Falcons. Listen, I'm cool with this. I'm great with it. You want to know why? Because I think the Bears are making the right decision here which is the no-brainer decision, the smart decision. Do not pass on Caleb Williams because you think Justin Fields can be good with with a better team around him. Listen, you already have enough draft capital and you have cap space that you can select Caleb Williams and you can still build a good team. Hell, you've already started. Why you kept your coach? That I cannot explain. The Bears are not going to hit a, you know, they're not going to bat a thousand here. But I passing on Caleb Williams when Justin Fields is not a slam dunk, no doubt franchise quarterback after he's played 40 games for you is malpractice. That is showing your fan base you're okay with being good, not great. You have got to go with Caleb Williams here, Proloff. And so if this is the breadcrumbs and this is the tea leaves of them doing that and executing that plan, then I'm behind it. Uh, yeah, it, uh, this, to me it's the money. Forget the talent. I think Justin Fields is actually really talented, and I think on a better team and a better system, he could be really good. Is that every quarterback in the NFL? If you can't say that about every quarter, every starting quarterback in the NFL, you probably don't deserve to be in the league. Well, wait till you see Cal Williams in Chicago in a couple years. Because I, I do, actually, they got Shane Walder in his OC. I like him. But generally, Chicago is where quarterbacks go to die. I'd feel much more comfortable if Cal Williams went to a different team. I, I think this is this. I I'm a huge Cal Williams fan. This is not what I want to see, not at all. I'd rather go indoors somewhere, go to Minnesota with Kevin O'Connell or something. This is I do think system matters, and you know that, and you know Justin Fields could be better somewhere else. Okay, but this is the thing about having a guy who people are touting as generational, and I know that we throw that word around quite a bit. But this is the cool thing about having someone like this. This is why I love it. Let's see what this great quarterback can do. When you put them in the non-perfect circumstance, it's not like the Bears are totally inept. They've well, done you, some good moves here. The Montez Sweat trade was good. The DJ Moore trade was good. Trading down from one because they weren't sold on Bryce Young. Nelson could have taken CJ Stroud. Probably would have been good. But listen, I'm okay with that. I don't think it's total morons, nincompoops here running the Bears. So I'm cool with Justin uh, with Caleb Williams going there. And then let's see what the kid can do. Plus, you're going to get a new stadium. So... Yeah, there's just something special about that helmet. Second you put it on a quarterback, they they just lose it. <laughs> I mean, there is so many promising quarterbacks who've gone to Chicago to die. The, ask a Bears fan. They are definitely cynical on this. And Caleb, Caleb seems like the savior, but then again, something always happens to Bears quarterbacks. Listen. He'll be good, but I'd much rather – there are other places I'd rather see him play. The last that I'm reading about the new the new stadium was from last year – and it says it's going to have a roof. That stadium has had more ups and downs, and they're worse than the A's. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing in the middle of Caesar's Palace like the A's pretty soon. Uh, when is that stadium supposed to open? 
great question. Uh, I just think <laughs> I don't think the city even knows. Listen, I don't know that. I know they own the land now. It's supposed to be Park. 28, but I don't know if it's going to get there. Yeah. So you got to be uh, a little cynical. Matt Eberflus is a coach. They probably shouldn't have brought him back. Yes, Montez Sweat is awesome, and that trade worked out despite everyone saying it wasn't going to work out. I just think that Chicago is not my ideal landing spot for Caleb Williams. And you know, even though the camp said, hey, we're fine with Chicago, you know Caleb Williams doesn't want to go there, regardless of what he says publicly. Listen, well, he's not going to pull an Eli Manning, and he's going to go there. Yeah. And you are you are building something where a rookie quarterback fits perfectly with your timeline. Yeah, you might have said the same thing about Mitch Trubisky. I mean, there's something about the Bears. It's tough. I, I love Caleb Williams. I think he's clearly the number one pick, just like you do. But I, I'm not going to pencil the Bears into the playoffs this year because they get Caleb Williams. I think they'd be probably better next year with Justin Fields. Well, next, next year. year. Okay, next but year. that's being short-sighted because Justin Fields obviously has experience now in the NFL. But Caleb Williams comes to the league with a lot of experience. Like, that's the cool thing about this quarterback class in general where Caleb Williams and Drake May are 1-1A. One and one A, And then we'll see about... Ooh. Jaden Daniels. Okay, well, we can talk I mean, about that for a while. But you could do Drake May versus Jaden Daniels all day long. We can do that, and I'm sure we will. But this is Caleb Williams who's coming in with tons of experience playing in college, right? I mean, this is a guy we've seen him. We This is this is less of a projection than a lot of others. Yes, how is he going to fit specifically in Chicago? All right, they still have team building to do. Newsflash, they still have team building to do in Washington. And they still have team building to do in New England and all the other teams that are picking near the top. I'd much rather see them go to Chicago than go to New England. What the hell's going to happen there? Uh, I don't. I, I'm not sure I agree with that. I do think that New, New England's kind of got a clean slate. Washington's got a clean slate. Chicago obviously does not expect to fall off as much as those two teams because of the way they got that number one pick was not by being awful. It was by, yeah, by fleecing trading. the Panthers. Yeah. This is not a bad team. No, this is a this to. is arguably a much better situation. I just there's history and there's the coaching staff, which I just don't know about. Coaching there. staffs you can change though. See, that's the thing. I, I didn't love what mm. they did with keeping Eberflus and you fire everyone else essentially, like your entire offensive staff. Okay, fine. But but go the full way. Do the clean slate thing. But I'm less concerned about that because you can always fire a head coach. Yeah, I, but you I know, hate to say it like that, but they are hired to be fired in the NFL. But I think ideally you want a Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid marriage, something where the guy comes in and starts learning a system and goes for it. You don't want uh, two different coordinators in their first two years. That's yeah, obviously that's how, how you set up for failure. So I wonder how long this coaching staff is going to be here. I You know what? I just can't get over the fact that Jay Cutler is the best quarterback they've had in 50 years. <laughs> And if, even Jim McMahon, if you look at the stats, were great. Maybe it's stupid to think that way, and eventually teams change. But I just can't see this being a high-flying offense. And who are your receivers? you got DJ Moore, who's really good. But I still think that you're thin on weapons. I love Caleb Williams. I just I don't know about this, this deal. And that being said, I would do the trade as well. But I'll bet you if Justin Fields goes to Atlanta, Justin Fields is a very – he's – Top three athletes, a quarterback. I mean, there's nobody who runs like Justin Fields except Lamar. Once he gets in the open field, he can. He, I've seen him outrun every position on the defense, and that's rare. And the thing about him, he just will not get rid of the ball. But he's so young that he could easily learn. He's not that much older than any of these guys in the draft. Okay, but I'm going to give you Caleb Williams. Maybe can't run like Justin Fields, but he can run. He can move around. He's got the awesome arm strength. He's got the awareness, and he's great after the snap. 
Justin Fields still has a lot of work to do, and we're 40 games in. So I'm, I'm not saying Justin Fields can't have a great career. Don't, uh, don't misunderstand me. I'm just saying you can't afford to pass on Caleb Williams because of what you've seen already from Fields. But to Perlaw's point, though, when we think about NFC North football, and I know the two games you'll play will be in a dome in Detroit and Minnesota. But when we think about those home games in Chicago, are we thinking about 35 to 38 kind of, you know, up and down field kind of games? Or are we thinking about slugfest? Thinking about getting tough yards. And Bears DNA is slugfest, right? right? And like, and you think about identity, who fits more what the Bears probably want to do and how they've played. You would think it's Fields, right? He can run. He's strong. Like Caleb Williams, the guy who went to US, USC, Los Angeles, Hollywood. He's throwing the ball for 500 yards. Is he going to be doing that in 20, 20 mile per hour wins in Chicago? Well, okay, but here's the thing: you have to play the game you're in, no matter what quarterback you are. Whether you're Aaron Rodgers, you're Josh Allen, or you're Justin Fields, you're Caleb Williams. You got to play the game you're in. And so it's 50 mile an hour wins. No, you're not going to throw. And that's not, but if I'm the Bears, I want to get into. I want to change my identity. I want to be someone different. I want to try to catch up and be have the best have a chance to have the best quarterback in the division. That someone who can go toe to toe with Jordan Love now for the next ten years. I want someone who's going to go head to head and take out Jared Goff. Who knows what's going to happen in Minnesota? We'll talk about Kirk Cousins later. I want somebody who's going to meet me at that level. Not say, all right, I've got to win this thing by running the ball in defense only. Can I have my Can I have my guy? I just think it's been very interesting that in every year Justin Fields has played in the NFL. When has been the best part of his seasons? It's always been towards the end. Yeah. When the weather gets cold, defenses get a little tighter, and somehow he plays better. And I, I think that there's something to that. That if I was with the Bears and I'm thinking about again building that roster, I'm like, man, I got a guy who, when it gets twenty degree, twenty below, he somehow plays better than when it's seventy degrees outside in September. Like that, that's winning time when it comes to playoff football. So that's something I would think about. Well, Let, I, mean, I mean, Caleb Williams did play at Oklahoma, where it's not exactly balmy there in the true. winter, and he's from D.C. And you know, Justin Fields from Atlanta. Like you can, you you can overcome where you just recently, the temperature you recently played in. Let me ask you this. If Justin Fields, say there was no Caleb Williams on the board, and the Bears were, say, the three pick and there wasn't a quarterback, they were 7-10 and 10 last year. Obviously, they lost that game in Week 18, and yeah. Justin Fields was coming back. Would you not be excited about their future? I would think, oh, this Bears team is a team on the rise. Well, that's what I'm saying. This is not a, necessarily an indictment of Fields, more of a praise for Williams. No, I know. I just think that there's a chance you take a, actually a small step back with a rookie quarterback. I, I don't think you will, but I think it's going to be really tough. Uh, EJ brings up, you know, it's a windy city. I think this is not ideal for a guy who's really a Patrick Mahomes light. He's going to be amazing in the NFL, and he does have the arm strength to cut through the wind. Unlike a lot of, I think all three of these uh, rookie quarterbacks do. I just think that it's it's not the ideal situation that you're actually you're on the rise with Justin Fields and then you have to say goodbye and bring in a new quarterback with a coach who's sort of hanging on uh, precariously. And you bring up some great points about how it doesn't seem like that's a unified building where everyone answers the same person. It's just, yes, it's going to be Caleb Williams, number one, to the Bears. But is this the best situation for the NFL? Maybe not. We'll, uh, we'll see. I love it. I love everything about it. What, would you love it more if he was going to Arizona or something? No. Let's resurrect the Bears, guys. Like, this is fun. We were saying yesterday, Perloff, when Tyson Bajic came in, it went two and two, and when Justin Fields was hurt, this is ex- that even that was enough to get excited. EJ called him Tommy Cutlets before Tommy Cutlets. He was the uh, Shepherd University <laughs> version of Tommy Cutlets. Dad's the arm wrestling champ. Like, it, it's cool that it's. I, there are some teams where the NFL is better when they're good. The Raiders are like that. You know, 
I think the Bills are like that, but maybe that's my own bias. I think it's cool when the Bears are good. Yeah, they might be good, but I think Caleb Williams would be a superstar in another team. I think it's going to be Arizona. I mean, uh, Chicago's a major market. Somewhere indoors where you can have him fling the ball all over the field or somewhere warm would be amazing. I think he's going to – his numbers are just going to go down. EJ brought up, like, wait till the end of the season. We're not going to have C.J. Stroud. I think C.J. Stroud's going to blow up numbers-wise, and he's going to be the shining star of the young quarterbacks, not Caleb Williams. Uh, and I think if it was a different situation where he went with a high-octane offense that passes the ball all the time, Chicago probably wants to run the ball even with Caleb Williams there. That says all, says it all. It's a higher degree of difficulty. The job is, yet it's a great caliber of quarterback. Let's see what they can do. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. You are welcome to weigh in on the Caleb Williams, Justin Fields. We'll get into the Atlanta side of this uh, in just a little bit. Don't move. It's Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. All right, Popeyes fans watched the perfect pairing of Popeyes commercial during the big game and their new lineup of crispy on the outside, juicy on the inside wings. Order any of their five delicious flavors today. Oh, man, that sounds really good right now. Uh, I am injured, and I really can't do much. We'll get into that a little bit, but I think somebody needs to go get me lunch today, and I'm thinking... (laughs) Uh, Popeye's Popeyes? wing sounds pretty, pretty good right about now. And that's the only thing that'll make you feel better? Uh, (laughs) It will make me feel better. I don't know how much better. That and maybe some uh, Vicodin. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What a combo. Yeah. uh, combo player. That does sound delicious. Um, So should I tell? We keep teasing it. Do I tell? So I think I have an MCL sprain. I've self-diagnosed. An MCL. That's not the ACL. Yeah. The back. so it's on the inside, okay. and most of what I know from the MCL is uh, from this season with Joel Embiid and the 76ers. Yeah, and you're and I, just like him. Uh, I'm a smaller version <laughs> of him. Uh, this I am so bummed out. I cannot even tell so you. So what I, happened? I was skiing, and my wife abandoned me, and I missed the turnoff for the easy slope, and I went on the Black Diamond. for the. I'm a beginner skier. I'm not good. I'm just out there to uh, entertain my kids. So I end up on the hardest slope on the entire mountain in the Poconos, and I, it's icy as all get out. I'm going down 100 miles an hour because it's basically off a cliff. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't slow down. I've totally lost control. I'm trying to slow down. I'm trying to slow down. And then, boom, I lose it. I catch, like, an edge of my back ski. And I go about 50 <laughs> yards down the mountain. And I'm sorry to laugh, but I oh, bet oh, that Sarah. looked hilarious. I'm sorry you're hurt. By the way, this particular slope, this was... It was like a Civil War reenactment. <laughs> there was people flying everywhere all around. We were all... Wait, but, at one point, were you going backwards? That's the worst. And all, all of a sudden, your ski catches an edge, and then you're just going backwards. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. shoot. Yeah. I have no idea where I'm just going. Just say a Hail Mary at that point. <laughs> so, luckily for me, I had a guardian angel, and he was wearing an 11 Eagles jersey. This is Eagles country. Uh, so, all of a sudden, uh, a snowboarder comes up, and he's like, oh, man, that looks so bad. He was about 13 years. It was A.J. Brown. Uh, and I said, thank you, A.J. Brown. Uh, my Wait, wife I thought left. a snowboarder caused this accident. No, 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 no. This was, this was all me. This oh, was okay. me in the mountain. Uh, but what happened <laughs> was, versus mountain. at a certain point my when I was going down, my right leg got caught behind me, and I, I, I sprained my knee or something. Oh, gosh. Well, I'm sorry you're hurt. I wish I had footage of this because it would have been America's funniest home video style. Just because you're so tall, on skis, losing control. Oh, well, the one thing is when I was going down the mountain, the skis were gone. The skis were 30 <laughs> oh yards up, up the mountain. Yeah. 
Oh boy, you have to walk back up the mountain to get the skis, or someone no, got them uh, for you. Um, oh, AJ Brown. AJ Brown got yeah. the skis back for me, <laughs> and my wallet and my keys. Oh no, wallet and keys. I feel like that that up. No one needs those. <laughs> I feel like this car got a lot worse. I'm glad. Oh, you got wild well, keys, the fun, the good thing is that that part was bad, but then I got down the mountain on my own. That was good, so I didn't have to go in that little red ski thing, mm. uh, which is what you did. The ski patrol. Although yeah. maybe they would have helped you. Maybe they could have stabilized your knee. My actually, I think my knee was pretty stable. I actually thought about afterwards. Maybe it was adrenaline. I'm like, you know what? This hurts right now, but I I'm here. I should just go for one more run. <laughs> I can pay so, for the lift ticket. Uh, because in the moment, I was really I'd just been skiing. I was really warm. I was walking around just fine. The problem is when I stop and then move again. That's problematic. Oh man, I love how you blamed your wife on this one too. It was totally my wife's fault. <laughs> because actually, my daughter, who's a really good skier, was like, "Well, should we wait for Dad here to make sure he gets to turn off to the easy course?" And my wife's like, "Nah, I just want to go down." I'm like, thanks. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at a map of uh, the ski resort that yeah, you were Shawnee, at. Yeah, Shawnee, yep. So it looks like it could have been two. Were you trying to go on Kit Ninny and then you went into Renegade? No, no, no. Believe it. <laughs> Renegade sounds like Renegade. Death. Oh, oh, oh. It's okay. so funny. That. All day long, all day long, I was like, I went Kitney. Kitney was the easiest slope there. And Renegade is right up. Renegade is you're taking your life into your hands. Yeah, that's a So I avoided that. In fact, my wife wanted to pose for a picture near Renegade. I'm like, nope, I'm not getting anywhere near that just in case I start going downhill. Okay, maybe you went from Pocahontas to Indian Queen and somehow ended up on Tecumseh. I, nope, nope, nope. Lower Tomahawk? Mm. It was the Lower Tomahawk. Uh, so that looks like a beast. The that reason was my, my kids <laughs> wanted to go. There's one uh, hill that had a bunch of uh, props on it. Oh, okay. So you could basically go up a little hill and jump and all this. So I'm like, okay, I, I'll go on the side of those so I don't pick up momentum. But there's a turnoff to the green slope or whatever you call it. And I didn't get that one. Yeah, you never got to Lower Pennsylvania. No, Pennsylvania was my jam all weekend long. You stayed on Chief Thundercloud. Chief Thundercloud. <laughs> I think that's what did me in. <laughs> <laughs> these names, man. Uh, they sound these like are, weed variants. They actually sound like not very PC. <laughs> that too. <laughs> like lower arrowhead, lower tomahawk. It's like LeBron James just comes and slams it in your face. <laughs> that's the that's the end. Uh, you should have stayed on um, lower Delaware. Yeah. That was your jam. Uh, you missed it. You want to, can I get serious for a second? Yeah, a sure. Kidney. Uh, the friends we were staying with, their father loved that slope so much that he had his ashes sprinkled there. So we wandered off into the woods off Kitney and saw the, uh, this man's ashes. Get out of here. Totally serious. And he had a little piece of artwork in the woods that commemorated him. Did they allow that or did they do this just off rip? Like they were just like, they nobody, went rogue. nobody's going to know. <laughs> they went rogue. I, I don't know. They must have gone rogue. Wow. Whoa. So wow. it was like the spiritual thing and it was okay. a, it's a nice... It's a really beautiful part of the mountain. It's the very top. And it's so funny because it was my last run of the day, I was going to go on that. But my wife's like, why don't you just come here? You can do a blue. And I'm like, yeah, I can do a blue. And then it all went wrong. And <laughs> now I can't play. But I, I'm going to have to have surgery. I, I can't believe this. I'm going to miss basketball for six months for the stupid How skiing. swollen is your knee now? It's not swollen. That's the thing. So maybe it's I don't late. need surgery. Is there anybody out there, by the way, is it okay to solicit calls or emails on how to help my knee? <laughs> Look, it's already going to happen, so. Yeah. What about Dr. Rock? Can't, can't That's what I you? said. Mm-hmm. He's well. ankle and feet only, but he's got to know something about knees. Well, well, somebody maybe. Hospital for Special Services in New York is the number one knee 
hospital in the entire no, country. No, they'll cut you open. Well, look, we, we, we met uh, celebrity Dr. David Chow last week. Talk yeah, to David right. Chow. You guys were making fun no, that, of me that that was my big celebrity sighting. David Chow. We were sucking Jerry Rice or something, and it was David Chow. You probably wish you had David Chow right now. David Chow did 10 minutes on my elbow in at Media Row. He said, I have golfer's elbow, and he gave me a whole... He wrote He's down stuff early. on paper for me. He'll come on the show. He's in San Diego. We're not calling David Chow right now. He keeps it's early hours. He already told us. If you had to come on, if you had video of the fall, he could probably diagnose you off the video. How Definitely. would I have video of the call? Nobody could hold a camera on this mountain. It was like a <laughs> bold face cliff. He's like, well, what you should have done is taken Country Club down to uh, right. Lower Arrowhead, and then you would have avoided Renegade. You know what I was nervous though. when a snowboarder jumped out of a helicopter right behind me. I was like, <laughs> am I on the right right Did that course? That really right happened. Now? Yeah, it was. This was a crazy. No, of course that didn't happen, Bogus. I don't know. I've never been skiing my entire life. Happened after. You were in Upper Bushkill, and that's where you went wrong. All right, Poconos is awesome. There are more Eagles jerseys on that mountain than any mountain in the history of the world. See, oh, I used to live out there. It is yeah, fully I was thinking Eagles, of you, EJ. Eagles in Penn State country. Lehigh Valley. Uh, how's there? Place. I was actually, I think their hospital services are pretty good out there. Yes, great hospital <laughs> services. As in fact, you should, have, you should have probably hit them up in, I don't know. They would have helped you out, I think. They could have got you a Did little diagnosis. you think diagnosis. about going to the hospital? No, I, I did not because I had a bunch of things to do. I don't think I... Uh, the other thing, too, you call a doctor these days, you guys, and they're like, well, I can see you in nine and a half weeks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nine my gosh. Months. Or yeah. how about the dentist? Like, you may have an issue with your teeth, like an urgent issue, and they're like, all right, well, we can get you an appointment in four weeks. I'm like, by then I'll probably be fine. <laughs> I won't need you anymore. <laughs> right. What's going on in June? <laughs> so my friend said you have to go to the emergency room for something like that. I'm like, oh, okay, I have 16 hours to kill in the emergency room. <laughs> You wanted to scroll on your phone for eight hours waiting for someone. Uh, well, we're glad you made it back. And sort of. Hopefully you'll feel better soon. Why? I'm not getting the the compassion that I expected from I, my co-host here. grovel? No, no you I are. just Maggie is just sort of making Listen, fun. Of, I don't know where she's going. She's reading the the different names. And she's sort of like I just don't. I don't sense empathy here. Well, I no, sense I maybe I've some done derision. This before. I've I've had this happen where you find yourself on a mine was a double black. Uh, but you find yourself and you're like, oh, I'm just going to take my skis off and walk <laughs> because I'm, there's no way I'm making it down without a neck brace at the end. I know you, you know, actually could have been worse. So here's the funny juxtaposition that I'm looking at from my seat. You've got Perloff who comes in limping to have this terrible ski accident. And then you got Bogish who's just tanned been in the still a little buzzed. <laughs> still, still got margarita working through the veins. Doobie Brothers in the rain. Easy. <laughs> Not just margaritas. <laughs> yeah. Some of that stuff will take 30 days to get out of your system. But anyway. No, and, no. Only liquor. There you go. Yeah. Well, none of our business. As far as I know. But uh, it's just funny the two juxtapositions here of the two different vacations you guys just went on. Yeah. We, we were standing next to group of people who, as one show was beginning, unrolled a sandwich bag and there were all sorts of pills in there and they were just like, Giving them out. I don't know if they knew what you were taking. That was a, a bad game of roulette. Uppers, downers, laughers, doesn't criers. Matter. Doesn't matter. And then all of a sudden, a dude didn't have a shirt on, so they were off and running. Oh. Oh. Didn't that big. <laughs> <laughs> Take them all. <laughs> that, that'll put you out of your business. No one thing. They're not losing to five-year-olds in air hockey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at well, least Perloff saw a Reggie White jersey as he was uh, getting injured. <laughs> <laughs> no, we feel bad for you. What do you of course we feel bad. Mm, I don't know. Oh, oh, definitely. There's already been a request for video. I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. well, yeah. I want to help you. You're we just not. to diagnose the exact moment. Yeah, help, you're help not. David Chow. You're not nice people. 
I do feel bad for your basketball team. Like, do they have uh, like long-term injury fill-ins for no. you guys? Like, you get salary cap relief, like the NBA. How does you, that work? You saw what happened to Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, Keith tore his ACL. Was out for a year and a half. <laughs> they able to cut him. <laughs> you get a trade exemption for you? All of a sudden, uh, you? Keith uh, got sent to Delaware playing for the Blue Hens yeah, with yeah. Mac McClung. He, he, he won the dunk contest, but no, I, I don't want to become Keith. And Keith can't guard anybody since he came back from his injury. <laughs> can't guard Keith. Because he got the same lateral movement. Oh, no. Yeah. Keith, Keith was a baller, and now he's a shell of himself. And that's going to be me. Oh, God, he's going the Clay Thompson route. You're going to have to go to the bench. Oh, yeah. Complaining about minutes. In the suit. This is terrible. I mean, there's only one at this point in my life. There's really only one thing I like, and that's it playing pickup basketball. basketball. Nothing. Ah. You know what? But here's the thing: you're not going to lose the jump shot. That never goes away. That is true. You're not going to get the lift necessarily, mm. but the shoot, the shot will always lift. Be I never had a lift in my life. <laughs> well, there you go. Now. You're going to be great. You'll be deadly spot up shooter. That's all. That's what I am now, Maggie. That's that's all I got now. Well, that, just I'm a, a hustle. Less. I hustle on defense, and now, well, God. they're gonna have to hide you on defense a little. By the way, I'm playing Saturday. I don't care. My wife's like, you can't even walk up and down the stairs. I'm like, yeah, I'm playing Saturday. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if I got game. you an ice, I'll be like, clear out, clear out. <laughs> you know clear they say out. you'd be ice like cream. that anyway, EJ. You don't <laughs> retire from I'm the game. The game retires you. Listen, you've had a lot of good years playing basketball. Maybe don't cry because it's over, smile because it happened. No, 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 no. There is no way. You're not going down. Oh, no way. I never had any speed to start with, so I'm in good shape. But there's nothing worse than being in a pickup game and being hunted on on defense. Like, and I've been that guy because I'm also not a a great defender. Like, and just like every time someone's getting switches and and then it's like, all right, everybody clear out. Let's go. And it's like, come on, guys. You guys know I'm not here for defense. How about this? I think we follow Perloff's rehab. You know, let's cut you a couple hype videos. Let's get you back out here. Get your confidence back up. See, we're behind you. Have you thought of retirement? <laughs> no. He won't do it. The other thing, too, is I have this major, major elbow problem. Yeah, you kind of been falling apart for a while. Yeah, yeah. But the elbow problem I, has nothing to do with it. And my left ankle, I obviously have to get treated every week. This is the I'm like LeBron. Shots, I put I mean, a million do- there. I put a million dollars into my body like <laughs> LeBron James. You doing the stair climber? <laughs> yeah. Well... Well, let's get to Stewart. Uh, he wants to weigh in on Justin Fields uh, and the Bears situation. Stewart's calling from North Carolina. Good morning. Hi, guys. Good show as always. Appreciate I'm on it. the Justin Fields side, and I'll give you a few reasons. Okay. Um, number one, Maggie, first off, there's not a system for every NFL starting quarterback. There's some starting quarterbacks that are just bad, and and Justin Fields is not one of them. And let me give you a well, few reasons. Well, neither is Caleb Williams, the, right? For the, well, let me, let me give you a few thoughts. For the – first year and a half, the Bears did everything they could to sabotage his career. He had no weapons. His offensive line was atrocious. They would never run him. They finally started running him in year two. They gave him a receiver in year three. All of a sudden, he's a decent NFL quarterback that's trending upwards. They made some defensive plays. I say get him another weapon, keep improving the offensive line, and you have your quarterback. Starting over, there's a reason certain teams are good all the time because they don't all of a sudden at, the, at a whim start over. Yeah, but Stuart, and, this and is I, not a whim. I'm not telling you to trade Justin Fields away for Zach Wilson or some kind of lottery ticket. And appreciate the call. You, I know you watch sports, Stuart. I know you watch college football in North Carolina. You watch Caleb Williams. This isn't on a lark. This isn't on a guess. You know, it, it, well, everything about the draft is an educated guess. But I'd rather have it tilted towards Caleb Williams than anyone else. I'm not saying get rid of him for some, you know, lottery ticket. I'm saying Caleb Williams is going to be the highest rated draft prospect 
for the next couple of years. So if you don't take him and you are looking for a quarterback, you can go the veteran route, but then you're at the whim of what's available and you're going to have to trade for that person most likely. I'm telling you, the number one pick sitting right there. You've had it two years in a row. You passed on Fields. Uh, excuse me. You stuck with Fields last year. You got a haul. You can't afford to do it twice. I totally hear what you're saying. It makes perfect sense. To me, it's just that salary. You got it. You got to take the risk. Because you're going to have to pay Start Fields. Right. You're going to have to pay Fields. If you get to the playoffs, you have to pay Fields a ton of money right up front, which makes all your other moves limited. So you have four years of Caleb Williams under cost control. There's really no choice. Andrew Bogish has headlines. Good morning, Bogues. Good morning again, guys. Not sure if you've noticed, uh, but it's still not going well in Milwaukee for Doc Rivers and the Bucks. The team is 3-7 and seven under its new boss, and Doc keeps passing off the blame. He told Fox Sports over All-Star Weekend he would have preferred to wait until now to take over the team, and he told SiriusXM NBA Radio he told ownership that maybe they were making a mistake in dumping Adrian Griffin to begin with. Personally, I, you know, I, I'll be honest. I, I told our owners uh, when they called. I said, I think you, I don't understand why you're doing this. You know, um, and they said, you know, one of the things they said was, well, it doesn't matter. We're, we've done it now, and um, we, we we want you. And, and so that was a tough one. I didn't. I, that was. That's where you had the hesitation. Uh, Doc's. I, I think he's officially lost it. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how this whole thing happened? I don't think that's how it happened. No. So that's Pete's response. That's Here's ridiculous. JJ Reddick's response on ESPN. The trend is always making excuses. Get Doc. We get it. Taking over a team in the middle of the season is hard. It's hard. We get it. Just like getting traded in the middle season is hard for a player. We get it. Mm-hmm. But it's always an excuse. It's always throwing your team under the bus. They lose to Memphis. Oh, it's his players. Memphis was playing G League guys and two-way guys. And then you look at his quotes over the weekend. Now he wants to take credit for the James Harden trade to the Clippers working out. He wants credit for that. There's, just no, there's never accountability with that guy. Which brings us to Austin Rivers, oh. who would like Pete and JJ to leave his dad alone. But in terms of accountability, like what are we doing here? Your best years in the NBA were when you played for him in the Clippers. Let's not forget that. I don't know if there's, like, frustration there or there's tension there between you. I know a lot of times we had to sit you towards the end of the game due to defensive reasons, but you had your best years as a starter there, especially our whole system was drafted around you because you're a shooter. You're not a guy who could put the ball on the floor. You were a strictly shoot guy. You're not like Clay Thompson or Steph who could put the ball on the floor. You were a guy who could catch and shoot, and you did it at a high level. Hell of a career, by the way. Big fan. But your best (laughs) years were under him. It's just very ironic and kind of weird. That you have this energy towards him. Big fan, you suck. Um, <laughs> take a hike. You, no, big fan, but you have my dad to thank for the best years of your NBA career. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Now, uh, Pat Beverly said kind of the same thing and then added that Doc saved J.J. Reddick's career, which is patently false because a lot of people wanted J.J. Reddick the year that Doc traded for him to the Clippers. So, um Again, pick your battles, pick your sides. Um, well, I'm going mean, to go with Team JJ on this. Austin is his son. Yeah. For a family, I think you you go all the way. Like, you can't, you know, there's no wishy-washy. You got to defend your dad 100%, right? Although, dad or Dookie? I mean, fellow Dookie, but here's the no. thing. No, of course your dad, but Austin Rivers did start that segment by saying, listen, my dad can fight his own battles, but on guard. <laughs> and <laughs> I get it. I defend my family, too. Here, here's the thing about this. Why why can't it be both? Why can't J.J. have had great years under Doc but also call out Doc Rivers because he's constantly manipulating the story? Now, maybe the real truth is somewhere in the middle, but Doc was an advisor for the Bucks. 
before Adrian Griffin got fired. Secretly. Right. We couldn't know it because it would have been awkward, so no one told us what was going on. Yes. Right, because he's calling games for ESPN. Yep. He's also advising the Bucks. So to say he was caught blindsided by them firing Griffin and hiring Doc, it doesn't make any sense because Doc could have always said no. He's not bound to the Milwaukee Bucks. That's a simple and that, concept. That would have been such a that they the Bucks would have quite frankly just shown their ass so much if they <laughs> fired Griffin and didn't have a backup plan. They knew Doc was taking the job. All of this the Doc saying is nonsense. Of course. Right. So Doc yeah. so JJ can call out Doc and also JJ could have had great years under Doc. And by the way, JJ Reddick went on to have a fine career after Doc Rivers yeah, was his gone. Numbers he was, are basically the same as Yeah, his whole he went to Philly, he was the same exact player. By the way, before he was in LA, he was a good player for the Magic, a good player for the Bucks. So it wasn't like he was some scrub that like was gonna be out of the NBA before Doc Rivers called and said, Hey son, I'm gonna save your career. Like, come on. Wait, wait, wait. I will all right, now I'm defending Austin Rivers. I mean what he did say, Doc does, by nature of his job, have accountability. The dude did get kind of pushed to the side in a bunch of places. So, well, he said he goes, he yeah. he goes, how's he not accountable when he's held responsible? Right, right? two gets, totally different things, though. Yeah, that is accountability and, and responsibility. Yeah. I, I think they're not. I think they're related. If no. you get fired, you're being held accountable. No, no, but if someone, if you're not saying, "Hey, I did a bad job," or "Hey, I should have done better." That's not you taking accountability. Someone saying, hey, you sucked, so therefore you're fired. You have no control over taking that responsibility because they're kicking you out. Right. It's a lot different. I think, you know, people want him to be self-accountable. Right. Ownership can hold him accountable by firing him, but they want him. I mean, like the the quote that JJ's referencing is they played the Grizzlies their last game before the break, and the Grizzlies played no one of consequence, and they beat the Bucs with Giannis and with Dame, and Doc goes, half my guys were in Cabo. Well, it's your job to make them focused for this game Maybe before they go been. to Cabo. Well, and the other part, too, is like the, uh, you know, wants to take credit for the James Harden trade to the Clippers. Like, you know, it's like nobody can exist. Like, the league can't function without Doc Rivers in the middle of everything, if you ask <laughs> Doc Rivers. He's like, hey, I'm not doing a good job with my team, but I helped another team soar to the first <laughs> half of a great season. My team is not doing great, but look at those Clippers. Hey. I helped him with James Harden. So, yeah. Now, the other part, though, about Doc, keep the stories coming because I love it. I love a good Doc Rivers. It's getting ridiculous. No one cares about Austin and what he thinks. So get lost. The funny thing, by the way, Doc said that James Harden was the reason he couldn't win in Philly because he always knew where the ball was. And I... That's the thing. Like that was a hundred percent true, and he was a hundred percent right. Yeah, so and, that and, one, I like. You cannot blame Doc Rivers Doc, for saying that, but you will see it in the playoffs this year. Doc Trust has me. a lot of excuses, though. A lot of excuses yeah, and, a a spin lot, guy. and a lot of places where he didn't win. So uh, I mean, it's time to start looking at yourself in the mirror, and he's not doing it. And now he's now he's acting weird. <laughs> he's just acting weird. Playing games in comments. South Korea. Right. Yeah. Pete says but, to play games in North Korea. Oh, <laughs> what are we doing? Give it a try. But you know, it might might help. I don't know. But but Doc, the problem is get the ball to Dame and get the ball to Giannis. Very simple. I don't know how three coaches can't do that. <laughs> Let's get the ball to those guys, and maybe you'll win some games. Yeah. I mean, when you put it like that. Just roll the balls out. Yeah, come on. Just just get back to basics. Get back to basics in, in terms of getting those guys the ball and win. Maybe if you just get back to a simple 
formula, it might work. Listen, yesterday Pete was making up poems about the Jets. I know. Today he's, he's Pat Riley. Oh, get yeah. me coach. I'll coach the Bucks. By the way, Pete, double-digit minutes of, of Bucks basketball this uh, year? Um, maybe 10. Okay. How about Pete in the huddle, <laughs> like with the whiteboard? Everyone's sweating. Giannis looking at him for a play. It's like, just Here, go score. Here's, here's Dame. Here's you. <laughs> go score. I'm on Team Bellotti on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I play, I play Coach Bellotti. No lies spotted or anything he said there. That's <laughs> it. Let's, let's go. Let's go. They're Ready, professional break. ball players. <laughs> you don't need me. Oh. I mean. Yeah. I mean, come on. Pete's right. They've got three coaches. Giannis, you're going to take three dribbles from half court and dunk it on someone's head. Go. <laughs> don't forget they didn't like Adrian Griffin's defensive well, scheme. Yeah, and and Doc now is scouting for other teams while he's coaching the, <laughs> the, the, the Bucks. <laughs> I mean, really. It's all right. They're three and seven since he took over, so I'm sure everything's going to be fine. Uh, Bogish, thank you so much. 855-212-4CBS. 855 212 4227, the big question, to tag or not to tag? Well, Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. So that next. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Perloff playing hurt. Got into a ski accident. A one-man accident. Sean is oh. in Oregon. He's got some advice for Perloff on what to do with this. Uh, what do you think? Hyperextended MCL? Yeah, that's. I think that's what we're talking about. Maybe sprained MCL, if I had to guess. But obviously, I know nothing about this. All right, Dr. Sean, what do you got, pal? I think perhaps you just stretch the ligament. Yeah, I think you're right. What What's the remedy yeah. for that? Well, you want you want ice. Yep. You want to <laughs> take. Uh, you want to keep your knee elevated. Yep. And uh, what you don't want to do is you don't want to play Saturday, Andrew. Uh, yeah. You're, you're benched. You're benched. You're on uh, injured reserve, and uh, you do not go out there and screw your knee up. Yeah. Because when it's hurt like this, and you go out there and you think you can do it, something's going to happen. Yep. Thank you, uh, Sean, your- for being the voice of reason here because Perloff is he's at he's talking crazy that he wants to play in his basketball run when you're hobbling around here like Quasimodo. We got to keep you around, brother, so I can win another bet on you. I know. <laughs> I don't know, That's Sean. Sean, I don't reason. know if I'm stepping in the betting arena with you anymore. <laughs> I think I've learned my lesson. 
And I, I haven't even been close on either. <laughs> Sean, thank you so much. He's right. Do not play basketball this weekend. You got to have a little discipline here. I had to miss this week because we were skiing, and I was so bummed about that. I was like, you know, maybe I should just drive back Saturday morning and play. So this will be my fourth week in a row. I haven't gone four weeks without playing in so long, and I can't really play outdoors. It's a little too cold. This is this is not good. Uh, you know that. if you heard the term rice, rise, ice, elevate? I can't remember what it stands for. You mean raise? Ray, what, is it rice or raise? No, rice, but you raise, elevate. Right, raise. Do you know what the ice? Uh, it's compression. A, compression. Oh, elevate. No, E's probably elevate. Elevate, yeah. So you have R is rest. So I should do the rest of the show with my leg up on the desk. Will that bother you or anything? <laughs> uh, no, do it. It's fine. Uh, whatever you need. I don't know if I can get the. Uh, can I? Do you need me to help you get your foot up there? No, 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 no. I can do this eventually. Uh, <laughs> oh. That sounded painful. Oh, and now I can't really get to the mic. Here I go. Okay. This is. Uh, this Man, is, I feel I got a little, like a size 11 shoe in my face. I feel a little bad for you, Maggie. Not to mention, uh, just looking at the how's my here? white calf treating you? <laughs> that, is is that, that is the whitest ankle I've ever seen. So, did yeah, you yeah. bring the snow bag with you? That wow, that's your ankle? Like, I thought that was a sock. <laughs> from here. Pete, All by right. the way, as soon as I said to Sean in Oregon, it's like, so what, do we, what would you recommend for a long course of action? Pete gets in my ear and just goes, amputate. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely playing basketball after that. Sorry. Uh, amputate. That is a very white. That actually hurts leg. so badly. Yeah. Uh, that's a, That wasn't good. All right. Uh, I do. Oh, I meant to ice all show. So I do have to go get ice at the break. Where are you going to find ice? We don't have soap in the bathroom. No, there's that weird ice machine. We do have an ice machine. Oh, we do have an ice machine. Yeah. They only have water. <laughs> you cannot. There's literally no soap in the bathroom. Hey, but... what is the deal with the soap in the bathroom? I noticed that. I, I didn't know if the dispenser was broken or there just was no soap in there. You have to put your hand underneath it like five times for soap to come out. <laughs> what kind of a but system is that? It's so weird. You know, we don't have a lot of time during the breaks. So you got to get in and out. It's, it's, like, it's like rubbing a genie mat, genie lamp. Like you, <laughs> you got to rub it a few times before something actually happens. Yeah, it's and weird. one of your wishes has to be soap. Yeah. Yeah, that exactly. is one area of the world that has not been helped by technology. Soap dispensers in bathrooms. It's all the same. Yeah. You know what the... Okay. As long as we're on this. I do not love, and I know they're good for the environment, air dryers for hands. Oh, I hate them. Uh, they're yeah. loud yeah. and obnoxious. Paper towels. Got to go paper towels. But that's really bad for the environment. You save so much by using the air dryer. Well, maybe. But I it gotta, never gets you dry. The nope. best invention of all time, though, is the automatic flush. And I'm sure that's bad for the oh, environment, too, because it's a waste like. of water. But we need this in our lives. So you don't have to touch less. Touch less and just like, you know. But have you ever had a situation where the automatic flushed and automatic? Yes. Splashed. <laughs> and and you have to find a little button. Yeah. But sometimes <laughs> there isn't a button. It's just a sensor. And I know. putting my arms and legs near it to say, hey, I'm here. I'm leaving now. <laughs> well, yeah, see why me. it's EJ tap dancing in yeah, the stall. basically. It's so weird. <laughs> I am leaving now. Flush. <laughs> I command you to flush the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up, it's Wednesday, which means great debate. Do it next. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.